Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another long-awaited episode of the Takes from the Lakes podcast. I am your host, Nash. Unfortunately, not joined today by my co-host, James. He's busy with lots of important things, but we do have a very special guest returning for his third appearance, the man, the myth, the sap boy, Coach Aaron, is back. Y'all already know what time it is. Y'all know and what time on, it is. And on opening night in the NBA, no less. Yeah, bro. It's just, it's terrible. Just want to say now, my parlay was completely sold. Shout out AR. You know, you know what I find crazy? What? You're more, you're more upset about the the parlay than the uh, the fact that your Lake Show lost. Oh no, we're gonna talk about it. Oh well, I know. Okay, so quickly, Aaron and I were talking before the podcast, and we came up with a great obscure stat of the day. <laughs> um, so we're gonna do that really quickly. Um, so I would just like to shout out Jackson Stegall, aka Frost. Um, last season in practice and frost move he's a very quiet reserved guy but when he gets angry part. when he gets angry at practice his go-to move is to rip his shirt <laughs> and last season because i'm the mastermind trash talker that i am i can get in anybody's head uh i made him rip four shirts over the course of the season and he was hurt like half the season so that was like yeah, literally so take from that what you will dear listeners um shout out jack shout out jack yeah shout out jay frost um but yeah let's get right into it uh what were your thoughts on the first game Aaron? um first of all denver fans you own the lakers i will give y'all that wow whoa I- I'm oh I'm going to give you all that because what I witnessed tonight was terrible. Um, for one, you you lose, you get swept in the playoffs, right? Then you spend money in the offseason. You acquire, we're not gonna talk about all the acquirements, but you acquire two extra bigs, Christian Wood and Jackson Hayes. Why is AD playing the five? I still don't understand. Now, the lineup for tonight was – I liked it because Prince played very well. Played 30 minutes, six of eight, four, six from three. Looks amazing. But we all know, and I have no problem saying this, and if you think I'm – if you think this is wild, fine. AD is a great defender except on Jokic. He cannot guard Jokic. You can't guard him. It's that simple. It's just the not Lakers the, just the Lakers just get pieced by him. It's just it doesn't make sense why Darvin Ham, great coach, terrible substitutions tonight. Terrible. They had a lineup out there was it was Gabe Vincent, D'Lo, Reeves, uh, Prince, and Rue. Who is guarding Yoke? You can't have that on the floor. Then you you didn't you like. Christian Wood played 15 minutes. Rue played 15 minutes. Like, I'm sorry, but Rue played well in the playoffs. Great all season. You have to play him. You didn't play him. It just, 
it just wasn't eighty. Eighty had seventeen in the first half. Mm-hmm. He ends the game with seventeen. Mm-hmm. And this is the guy that you're saying is going to have the keys to the Lakers. No, that's not going to happen. D'Lo yeah. turns the ball over when we're trying to go down, trying to make a bounce pass to Bron. Just, just dribble up the the court. Yeah. So, how much of it do you think is just like opening day stuff? Like I said, especially the substitutions. Like he'll figure out what works, right? Oh yeah. I just think that you have to, as a coach, you have to go with what you know. You can't go with the things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Having seven assists is great and all. Um, but like you playing you're playing a team that you lost to in the playoffs, you know what works, you know it's it, you you did get swept. So you yeah. did get work. But I think personally as a coach, you should you have to give different matchups. Braun sat on a bench a little bit too much for my liking. Now I get it. He's not supposed to play 30, 35, 45, 40 minutes. You know what I mean? He's not supposed yeah. to play. But you can't, especially on opening day when you're trying to make a statement, you gotta you gotta be better. It wasn't very good. We shot the ball terrible for the most part. Besides, like besides Prince. We shot 34% from three, which is very nice. But you the, you take Prince shot four three, made four threes. Davis with yeah. one, he took two. Darvin Ham, you coming out saying, oh, he needs to shoot six threes a game. You shouldn't have never said that. Mm-hmm. Ron, one of four. He's not been a three-point shooter. Russell, two of five. Yeah. Reeves, one of two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Rube, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just – it just you wasn't – wasn't our night you know you're saying his name wrong right what it's Rui Rue it's just short I'm not I'm saying whatever Rui. whatever no, um, honestly I think at this point they have far too much like depth they have more depth than they know what to do with and Thank they you. don't ha- they don't have enough guard depth they have way too much forward depth like you think so Okay, listen to this. Okay, in my opinion, right? I don't know what you saw in the offseason. I'm not hating on Torian Prince. But the fact that Torian Prince is even starting over Rui Hachimura, despite how well he played, is kind of ridiculous to me. I, I'm 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 right with you. I don't think that Prince should have gotten the start. I think Rui should have gotten the start tonight. And, and, and the other thing is, if he's lighting it up from downtown, and that's like what he brings to the table, that's like the perfect bench roll on a team that lacked shooting last year, right? I don't know. I just think, like, your starting lineup, in my eyes, is Russell at the one, Reeves at the two, Braun at the three, Rui at the four, AD at the five. Or AD at the four, Christian Wood at the five. I think... I think you cut entirely Cam Reddish out of the lineup. Really? I'm, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, depth and, like, if guys are getting tired. But the way I see it working, you know, Gabe Vincent is your one guard off the bench. And your second guard off the bench, so to speak, is Braun. Just let Braun play guard when the other two guards aren't in. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Jackson Hayes 
I like the amount of playing time. I think they'll ramp up his playing time more. Only played seven minutes, no shots, one rebound, one foul. It'll get ramped up. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be worried about that. That's just kind of the player he is. Mm-hmm. Gabe Vincent, I like the amount that he played. I would switch, basically, I would switch Rui and Torian Prince's role and then take some of Rui's minutes and give them to Christian Wood, right? Like, balance it out a little bit. Yeah. Because Torian... I, I, I agree. And then, in my opinion, you take Cam Reddish out of the lineup and you give Jalen Hood Shafino a chance. Um, At least to see, right? Here's like, my thing. Here's my thing. I think personally that Cam Reddish can be Torian Prince, but a lot more athletic due to the oh, fact of and like way better in every way. But the problem is he better. isn't. The problem yeah, is he right isn't now. I don't think like, he is right now. And he, and he he just hasn't shown the ability to develop himself. Right, like he was one of the most unguardable high school and college players ever, and people ever. forget that ever. And people forget that, right? You like and the crazy thing. Have you seen that interview where they yeah. ask all the NBA players like who the hardest person to guard was? And like Anthony Edwards said, like, oh, it was definitely Cam. That like yeah. Cam dropped 50 on him. Like, that is very telling to his talent, right? But at a certain point, as a professional basketball player, your raw talent means far less than it does in high school and college. Yeah, I, I agree. I think so, that the I think the thing is for Cam is like you've been bouncing around the league a lot and you have talent. Like I like I agree. Like he has talent. He's shown he can, but it's the opportunity. But you know, mm-hmm. you a coach can uh, you can get uh, you can be given an opportunity. It's what you do with it. Yeah. And and, and so I think maybe Maybe I, I rephrase what I what I think about the Reddish situation, right? Maybe JHS is like a plug and play guy when you need him. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be really good. I really like him. Yeah, me too. Um, but I think the Reddish thing, it's one of those situations where like at some point he's going to get hot. Regardless of whether it means he's actually developed, like at some point, he's going to be playing at a level where he can contribute to that team in a very positive way. So I think they just need to hit that point correctly and like mm-hmm. utilize that, knowing that it won't be all the time. Mm-hmm. I think Why what, do the Suns look so good? Bro, let me tell you something. The Suns are a dangerous team. Mm-hmm. Um, back Until to- the bench comes in. Yeah, exactly. Till the bench comes in. Now, with trying to get off of the cam thing, I think that it's all about opportunity. I think he's going to be good going down the stretch. I I honestly think the reason why they got so many forwards is because they're like, well, Braun's slowing down, and we're trying to rest him. But it's like, dude, at the same time, I mean, eighties, eighties. You know, they gonna say that eighties the face, but um. I think that uh, – what, Whatever team Braun is on is the face. 
it, it, you know, it, he's just a face. Braun played well tonight. He didn't mm. shoot a lot of threes. You know, he played downhill. Um, but I think basically for the Lakers, it's just getting the lineup fixed. Mm. I, I think that we ran into a team who is not going to change their lineup and who they are. And um, they, yeah. they have their core guys. And you can't really do anything about that. I think – and it's, and that's the dangerous thing about the the Nuggets, right? Like, I the Nuggets are n- without a doubt not the most talented team. They do not have the best coaching or the best players. I mean, nothing nothing against their coaching is good. Not saying it's. I just mean like it's quite literally like not the best. Yeah, I I believe that. Um, and and yet you know they know exactly who they are. They're going to do the same things. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to stop when you have a player like Jokic, right? So that's their advantage is they've already got everything figured out. Whereas these other top contending teams, even including the Celtics, because I think Porzingis adds a layer that completely changes what they're about. Um, so I think all of these other contending teams need to figure themselves out. But I think the problem for the Nuggets is somebody will figure it out by the time the end of the season comes. And at that point, the it's Nuggets okay. are just going to be outclassed. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's my uh, – and we're going to get to the East because I want to ask you a question about that. But one thing about Denver, they have – I mean, you, you're never going to win. This is, I, this is no shot. But you're never going to beat them. You're never going to beat the Nuggets when Contavious Caldwell-Pope has 20. Yeah. 21 from Murray, 29 from Yoke with a triple-dub, Michael Porter Jr., 12, and then Gordon with 15. But off the bench, they had 22 points. So I feel like you have to take advantage of when they sub out, but they do a good job of leaving somebody on the floor. And that's yeah. where I just think I think the Lakers, we just ran into a team who who has five guys that are that know what they're going to do. They know what we're, we're doing. We know that Murray's going to get off and Yoke is going to do what he does. And yeah, but getting to the East, I want to ask you this. When you brought up Boston. Who do you have? Or let's just, because it's simple. It's the Celtics and the Bucks. If the if the question is what I think it is, my answer is I don't think it's close. Which team is more complete? Mm. Well, that's a completely different question than which team is better. No, it's not okay. Which team is better and which team is complete are two different questions. That's which what I'm saying. You, which team do you see as complete? And I think what people are everything looks good. Everything looks good on the roster spots, right? It looks Every, good. Everything feels comfortable with the Celtics. That's why they're, you know, complete, right? They, they've made so many moves. Each move, every single move makes them like this much better. And it just builds, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they're the more complete team. They're a okay. deeper team. They definitely could win the NBA Finals. Who's the better team? The what will be the greatest duo of the 2020s decade? That's tough. But okay. Is going, okay. okay. 
not only is it a talent thing, right? Because Giannis is one of the greatest players we've ever seen, but the way that he's going to fit with Dame is unbelievable. Because imagine, right? You're running a high pick and roll. Oh, Giannis, you've thought about it, right? I'm just going to illustrate it for our, our listeners here. If you have a high pick and roll with the second greatest deep shooter of all time handling the ball and the hardest roller and most dominant paint force the league has seen since Shaq rolling, what are you going to do to stop that? They could quite literally run the same set every play. And if somebody has the nerve to double or trip or like to, to try to contain both, then you kick it out to Chris Middleton for an open three. Um. Okay. So here's my thing. Who's the most complete team? It's Boston. It's just straight. It's Boston. Yeah, it's, Boston. it's true. Here's the thing that I have about the Bucks. Okay. And we run that scenario, right? It's going to be hard to guard them for a whole it's going to be hard to guard them going down the stretch more than teams are thinking about because that's what you exactly said, because the NBA is a pick worse. and roll league at the end Here's of the day. Even worse, it is. It's a pick and roll league, and I'm going to say it straight off the rip. Everyone knows Dame is the second best shooter off the pick and roll this the NBA has ever seen. First being Curry, mm-hmm. going down the stretch. Okay, you have Dame who has the ball. Okay, you have mm-hmm. a rolling Giannis. You have Chris Middleton. Yeah. All right, that's three. <laughs> you forgot about Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is tough. Who is one of the best big men shooters in the league. And Bobby Portis. Who's and you have Bobby dog. Portis. So this is the problem that people teams are going to run into because once Giannis gets the ball, it's not like Giannis is uh, a dummy with the ball. Mm-hmm. He's no. Himself. So it's going to be hard to guard them down the stretch. Now, the only problem that I see with the Bucks is going to be when uh, I would say bench rotation and how they rotate is important. It's also about who's matched up with who. Now, mm-hmm. when the Bucks play the Celtics, because that's what's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, I'm, I will be very highly disappointed. Mm-hmm. The Celtics have a a, a, a person who can neutral, not neutralize, but can affect one of their stars, which I, which is Dane, and that is Drew. Drew is, if not number one, but he's in at least the top three in guarding Damian Lillard, yeah, making it very tough on him. He's man. I'm gonna just straight straight up. Drew is the best on ball defender when it comes to guards in the league. Yeah. Okay. For right now. For right now, because somebody's gonna come along and just yeah. uh, he's getting old. It's just that simple. The Bucks can win it all though. Yeah. Off of that play alone. And and here's the thing that I think people are ignoring about the Bucks, right? You lose Drew Holiday, arguably the best defender in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Marcus Smart, you've got the reigning defensive player of the year, Jenna Jackson Jr. But he's one of the best, Drew Holiday is. You lose him, and 
immediately concerns go to, okay, what about the defense, right? People forget that, like, in actuality, like, Giannis and Kawhi are maybe, like, the two best defenders in the league. Like, so so Giannis is an elite defender. Yes, he is. Guess, guess, guess who else is elite? Brooke Lopez. He is. And guess who else is elite? And Bobby Portis. Yes. And, and, and Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is no scrub when it comes and, to defense. And, and, and is Javon Carter still on that team? Um, do you want me to fact check you? No, I, I, I got it. You sure? Um, I would yeah. hope. Yes. No, he's not. He's not. I didn't think he was, but I. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the defense should not suffer. And yeah, I just think like, like everybody's focused on like, oh, what if somebody shuts down Dame? But like, they also forget that the Bucks were one of the favorites in the East with Giannis like doing everything. On offense, that is, right? Because Middleton has these streaks where he just can't play basketball. And Drew Holiday is a passable at best offensive point guard. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was always Giannis. And it can still always be Giannis if Dame gets shut down. Like, there's no reason. Here's my thing, though. Against the Celtics. How is Dame going to get shut down? I don't see it because no, I don't see it either. But if it does, like that's people's concern. And yeah. if it does, even if it comes to reality, which it won't, it doesn't matter. They're still going to be amazing. Yeah, um, I think that they they just built a juggernaut. Uh, quickly saying, bro, this man Devin Booker, this man Devin Booker is crazy. Let me just tell y'all that that man. That man is on a mission. Now, God, bro, he's three of three. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, you know who's better, though? Anthony Edwards. No, no, no. Yeah. I just want to let y'all know that um, this man right here is tripping. And bro, when- tell, tell, tell him what your new favorite p- pastime is. Yo, my new favorite pastime, and I'm going to clip this and send this to the chat. My new favorite <laughs> pastime is watching... Mr. Mario Mullen and Nash Phillips go back and forth <laughs> about basketball because I will tell you something. This man right here, Nash, doesn't have even a pinky. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you're quoting it. No way. <laughs> you don't have a pinky amount of knowledge, bro. Here's the thing. That's crazy. For you basketball heads, y'all know who's better. It's not, it's not a debate. But who, for me you, or, who, me or Mullen? Or Anthony Edwards or Booker? Anthony Edwards or Book. I'm sorry, buddy. You're not winning that Mullen debate. I, I would cut, bro, right now I am, bro. He is back as all with all due respect. I hope you heal soon, coach. Um, but like he he can't even like get in a defensive stance. Hey, okay. Anyways, Devin Booker's the number one best. Uh, shooting guard in the league. It's that simple. Um, the Suns are still dangerous, and I want y'all to make sure that y'all watch the Suns this year. Now, the only yeah. thing I have to say is it really does depend how they finish the season and who they match up with. 
If and it depend it depends on guys like Bobo, it depends on guys like Nurkic, and it depends on health. It does. And it also depends on like campaign. Campaign, but Grayson Allen too. Mm. Yeah. So it really depends. I, I really I want to see where they are defensively more. Yeah. Because if you're gonna tell me the probably the top three scores right now. Um, if you're going to tell me that they're going to play defense all season, I'm going to be like, eh, but if they do, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's a solid thing. I think they have the intangible things. I think they're honestly, their bread and butter is just going to be, we're just going to blow you guys out. Cause we're going to just score more points than y'all. Yeah. Um, the warriors right now look pretty trash. They just look like old and tired. And it's the first game of the season. I'm we- going to tell you that they are I don't think they're going. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they're out in the first round though. Yeah. Chris Paul does absolutely nothing for their offense. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It was a bad idea. Looks yeah. good. Sounds good. Bad idea. Were you gonna put two six? It does. It doesn't flow. Yeah, doesn't flow. It's not gonna flow. But I think this has a lot to do with the the stunt growth of Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah, Um, he's not crazy. Have I talked to you about like how I think it's still, regardless of whether or not it works this season, it was still the correct trade. You think it is the correct trade? Oh, okay, okay. Let me let me explain why, and then we're gonna have to switch over to a new meeting, um, mm-hmm. after I do. But basically, I think that by trading away Jordan Poole, acquiring the draft cap. No, they didn't acquire draft capital. They gave away draft capital. What am I? Um, but by trading away Jordan Poole, they acquire the talent in Chris Paul to at least try to make a run, a desperate run that was not going to happen if they just like kept everything the same. Like, you know, you revived the dynasty once it's getting to the point where it's not going to happen again. Right. Clay is nowhere near the player he once was. Mm -hmm, Curry, Curry is getting old. Even Andrew Wiggins is not as explosive as he used to be. Kevon Looney ain't it. Draymond Green is a shell of himself, despite still bringing a lot to an NBA team. Hmm. Chris Paul is in the same boat as those guys I just named, right? So the what I see in the future for the Warriors is the ability to make a push now while they still can. And then in one fell swoop, as as painful as it will be for the Northern California area, get rid of all of those pieces and build around Jonathan Kaminga. You've lost your mind. No, I haven't. I haven't because 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 they can completely rebuild after they make this final push, and that's I'm why gonna, I'm, if they, I'm going if they, to. If they still have Jordan Poole in that equation, then it puts you in limbo. The best teams are the ones that can completely rebuild and go back to being good. Here's my here's my rebuttal back to you. 
Okay. I do think that I'm going to try to sum this up quickly. I think that you don't trade anybody away. Curry's going to retire as a warrior. Clay is going to retire as a warrior. And Draymond is going to retire as a warrior. Yes, yes, they will. The problem that you have right now is that you should have traded for something better than just Chris Paul. It was a bad idea to get him in the first place. He's going to stunt the offense because you think that you, you don't have, you don't have anything else. Like you don't have anything else. And yeah, Unfortunately, you're watching the Warriors go off, but I mean, they did a great job for when they had the time. I think Jordan Poole got the right system. You could have traded him somewhere else, though. Honestly, I Jordan, thought he was Jordan Poole was going to be a Miami. dog. I thought he was going to go to Miami. And they were gonna, good... I thought they were going to get Tyler Dillon back. So. Mm. All right. So we were talking about Jordan Poole. And oh, where yeah. you thought he you thought he was gonna go to Miami. But let's talk about that just really quickly. Do you see Jordan Poole turning into a top top talent in Washington where he's clearly been given the keys if the preseason is any indication? Sorry, um, Denny. Sorry, Denny Aftia. <laughs> uh I think that he can be an all-star in I'm gonna say three i'm gonna say two years yeah but do i think he's going to be a do i think he's a number one on a team no no they're gonna draft somebody eventually though i don't yeah they will or i mean I, I, I can what if Bilal is really good Kulabali. yeah i mean but I, I think that the wizards are more looking to i think you should trade some assets if i were the wizards you don't have anybody really tradable right now, but I feel like if you in the next two years, especially if Jordan Poole becomes an All Star, I think that he's good number two, maybe even honestly probably a three to be honest. On a they should trade. They should trade Daniel Gafford. They should trade Kuzma. No. Oh, how old is Kuzma? I think he's like. 27? Bro, that's the one thing I think people ignore when they're, like, building these hypothetical trades and these hypothetical teams in their head. The timeline of everything is so important. Like, yes. of maybe most important. He's 28. He's, yeah, he's old. So I. that's why I'm saying you should trade him. Yeah. I mean, he's coming off of a 21, wow. 21 a game, seven rebounds per game, which is nuts. I didn't know he mm-hmm. was rebounding like that. Shooting mm-hmm. 44% from the field. So I don't see how he's not a tradable asset. Like, I feel like you trade him to a uh... – Hold on. Hear me out. Where? Middle, run Middleton at the two? Dude, he's not going there. Okay, okay. But that team would be gross. They're not. He's not going to the Bucks. No, he's not. Um, I, I could see, see I him getting traded. You know where I could see him getting traded? Philly, the Kings. Ooh, get rid of Harrison. Okay. Collins. Yeah, that's an yeah. old contract too. Okay, okay, okay. Here's my question: Why would the Wizards want Harrison Barnes? Like. Well, like they, if, if I'm the Wizards trading Kyle Kuzma, I'm not doing it for Harrison Barnes. I'm getting it for draft picks as well, though. 
Well, yeah, but I don't want to take on that contract. You have enough. You're not paying anybody crazy right now. So yeah. I would trade, especially if Kyle Kuzma wants to go place. But I feel like he just wants to stay in Washington. Yeah. He's I don't got, think Kyle Kuzma really cares at all. You want a championship, honest. he's fine. Like, who cares? Yeah. But I think getting back to the Jordan Pool, I think he's a good number two. I I don't I don't think he'll be like one of the top. Um, it'll be it'll be fun to see him as the number one this year, though. It will. It's a pool party in DC. I'm going. Yeah. Um. That's kind of funny. I'm going. It wasn't okay. So okay, okay. So a couple teams I want to hear your opinions on. I want to hear your opinion first on the Kings. What's their outlook for this season? Uh, they didn't upgrade at all. No. They kind of just are going to stay stagnant. They're going to get ran over in the West. Yeah. They're do not- they do they make the playoffs? They make the playoffs. They lose in the first round. Mm-hmm. You want to know who they're going to lose to? What the Lakers? The Thunder. Okay. I- Tell I, me more. Tell me more. I think I think the Thunder is a can be and will be a top six team in the West. I think Chet Holmgren is like mini Wembenyama. I think so too. <laughs> he's like Wemben, he's like Wembenyama light. Bro, I think that Chet is about to have a great season. But Wemby. Wemby, okay, but let's let's let me hop on. Let me tell. Let me say something about the Wemby thing. Wemby, this is gonna be crazy. But by the end of Wemby's career, say he plays fifteen years, he will be the all-time leader in blocks. Mark my words. He will Bro, be the all-time leader in blocks. He can get blocks that nobody else can get. But he's gonna be all-time. It's not just that's that what I mean. It's not just that. He has excellent defensive timing. His excellent yeah. rotation. He, I mean, he's if I, that that man Wimby, that's where I could have seen Chris Paul going. That would have that would have been no. Yes, Time, timeline, bro. Timeline. Come on. Why not? Does it fit the timeline? I feel like it would have. I think it would have been great if he went to the Spurs. What? Okay, 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 okay. Do you think Wimby being like? If if Wemby is as good as advertised, does he lead the Spurs to a playoff berth in his first year? Mm. I know my answer. I must say no. The answer is the answer is yes. The answer because I will tell you. No, no, no. Okay, look, no. Hold on. You've got Trey Jones, who's like Mm. a a decent. He's bad, obviously, but. For a bad point guard, he does his job, right? He's a he's a perfect starter to lead a young team. Devin Vassell, microwave. Okay. Keldon, Keldon Johnson, grossly underrated. Okay. Jeremy Sohan, going to break out this year. Malachi Branham, going to break out off the bench. And then, like, what am I going to say? Is he a top five center? Mm, yeah, he is. Um, Who? <laughs> Wemby. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's play this game. 
We're not calling Porzingis a center. I'm okay if we call what's his name a center? AD. Embiid, Jokic, AD. Bam. Cat is not better than him. Rudy Gobert is definitely not better than him. I don't even know why you said that name. Um, Sabonis, what about him? No. Great, but no. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of who else. Like, Jaron Jackson Jr.'s not. Well, he's a four. He's not a five. Yeah. Um, like. He, I, okay. I'm a. That's Nash's one wild take of the day, everybody. Ladies but, okay, 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 okay. But regardless of how wild it is, is it really that far from the truth? It is far from the truth. And that wild take was brought to you by DraftKings. There we go. That's I, am, am I going to get copyrighted because you said that? Yeah, absolutely not. We're not that big yet. Um, <laughs> here's my reason why the Spurs are not going to the playoffs. I'm just going to name it straight off the bat. Nuggets, Clippers, Suns, Kings, OKC, New yeah. Orleans, mm-hmm. yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Memphis, <clears throat> Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You sprinkle in the Mavs because they always seem to make it somehow. You have Portland. yeah. I mean, we didn't even talk about the Mavs, who have like the best guard in the league. Yes, the best guard in the league. Yeah, yeah, I would say the Mavs are there. Okay, okay. Here's what I want from you. I want you to give me your Western Conference playoff picture. And then your your two Western Conference semifinalists and who makes it out of the West. All right. Uh you got the Nuggets. This is a no no order, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Nuggets, if Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers, Suns, those are a lock four. Then you have Kings, OKC, New Orleans. Memphis. And you're playing games? Yes. Well, I got I need one more, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who all right, run 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 it one more time. So my lock four, these are the top four teams. Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers, and Suns. There's your lock four. Then you have Kings, OKC, New Orleans, and Mavs. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. your in my opinion, New Orleans and the Mavs are the two better teams out of that. I yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I think the Mavs you, are too talented to not they're, be. They're in. they're just they um and I think and I think the Thunder are good, but they're nowhere close to how good they're going to be with all the draft capital that they have. Yeah. They're like they're going to be crazy. They're gonna be so nasty. They have a big three already. Big four, actually. You might say five, bro. No, no. Who's the fifth? Four. Who's the three? Shea. Here's my three. Shea, Giddy, Jalen Williams. And then you can say Chet, but like we haven't had, he hasn't played yet. Okay, so there's your four. Okay, so we'll go with four. I think Lou Lou Dort does not count. No. I think Lou Dort has to count. I think he's one of the best defenders in the league. 
because he's strong. Just he's literally built like Jalen Gullet. Shout out Jalen Gullet, by the way. <laughs> Yo, that's a top ten comparison by you. I'm not gonna lie. To I, you. It's is it is it not facts? It's, it is facts. <laughs> so facts. <laughs> But you have to – I don't know, bro. I think – I mean, they got some – they're going to be tough. Yeah, they – like, okay, I think them being tough and them succeeding are, like, different things, if that makes no, sense. No, they're going to succeed. Yeah, they no, I know. Like, I think I think it all really, to me, it depends on the, the performance of Caption Boy, right? Like, it hinges on that. Okay. I love how you just didn't acknowledge that I called him Caption Boy, even though that's, like, the best nickname ever. That's the worst nickname I've heard in my life. Do you not remember the, the caption? I clean, I, up ni- I clean up nice, but it can still get messy after the game winner? Tough. Okay, bro. Um, Anyways, back to the point. I'm going to say that OKC is going to take a step forward. I think they're going to be a top six in the West. Yeah. I think you have to watch New Orleans. New Orleans is dangerous. Everybody always says that. And I want to say it too. Don't get me wrong. I want to say it too. It's, it's just and one then, guy. It's, one it's guy. literally. Li- yeah, exactly. It's one. one guy who like. But at the same time, it feels like at some point he has to like. Do something. Do you think he's a true number one? Yes, yes. I think when he's plays, he's top ten in the league easily. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Where's he at in his position ranking wise? Oh, he's You're, behind Giannis. He's a, he's a four. He's a four. He's a four. He's behind Giannis. I'm not calling KD a four. I refuse to do that. Katie's <laughs> a th- Katie's a three. Katie's a three who just so happens to be the second tallest player on his team. That starts. Yeah. He's a three. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other fours. Um, let's see. There's a lot Jim- of in between guys. Jimmy's Jimmy's not a four. Yeah, Jaron Jack, where you put Jaron Jack ahead or a boat behind. Oh, it's not even close, it's Zion. Okay. Um, that's hard naming fours right now. I think Zion when he's okay. Obviously, I can't put Zion ahead of this man right now because Zion doesn't play. From what I have seen from Zion, okay, when he plays, mm-hmm. he is better than LeBron. No. Yes. He's game-altering. He turned from what we saw after he got hurt was that the Pelicans were not a good team. Yeah. He um, completely made them a good team, and he no. didn't even have to score to do it. It's no. the little, it's the little things. Um, no. Yeah, I'm going yes. to say that Braun is head uh, shoulders up is way better off rip, and he's okay. Right. Okay, 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 okay. But no, here's no, no, here's, here's game, my though. counter. Here's my counter. Here's my counter. That's part of the game, though. I don't know if you're right. I am right. Because because Zion played almost like a Jokic role in terms of running that offense. 
No. He did every yes, he did. No. He he's a completely different player from Jokic in terms of how he gets his, but in terms of the way that he ran the offense, it was actually very similar. Go back and watch. Go back and watch. I don't think that he's on any tier level with LeBron. Sorry. Okay, LeBron, I hate to break it to you. He's not who he wants. LeBron is the greatest basketball player ever. He's not who he once used to be. And I'm not trying to disrespect him. He's still a great player. Okay. But but we give him, regardless of how great his longevity is, I'm not saying people should be disrespecting him because he's old, but we inflate his value because of his past greatness. Well, I don't know. You can't really I, – I don't think you can really – um. I don't think you can base I can't I you can't put Zion ahead of LeBron currently. I don't think that's possible. Well, obviously not because Zion doesn't but play. I think that at the end of the season you can have maybe a kind of argument but at the same time if you take if you can guarantee me if you can guarantee me that Zion is going to play the entire season, I'm taking Zion this season over LeBron. Sue me. Well, are you, I, f- I feel like you're saying that one because of youth as well. No, no, that's what I'm saying. This season. This season. This season. But again, you're you, I see what you're saying about the inflation, about like the age and stuff. But at the same time, LeBron is playing great, not because of his age. He's just playing yeah. great. He's it's just he's, good, yeah. He's just really good. And I will say that he's more skilled than Zion will be and yeah. is. Because Zion doesn't have to be skilled, though. But he, eventually, you do. But we're talking about this season alone, so yeah. I'm not going to use that as an argument. But I will say that I think that if you're talking in terms of value, if you take LeBron off the Lakers, do they still make the playoffs? I think yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think yes. It's just so, because the team is just built better. But, okay, so, so what two teams are making it out of the West? Ah, uh, I'm going to go Lakers. Dang, bro. I'm going to go Lakers and Suns for the safe pick. Mm-hmm. My sleeper, I would say, is the Clippers. Oh, oh, without a doubt. I think that's... And the... I mean, okay, here's my sleeper is the Dallas Mavericks. I think if they can just figure some things out, right? Like, okay, because the other thing to me is that if you put in the right system, the rest of the players don't need even Kyrie, even Kyrie, even though, like, obviously, it's better with Kyrie because you can just default to Kyrie to go get you a bucket and yeah, then yeah, let, yeah. but yeah. like, you know, all of the players playing around them are NBA players. And with the right system, that's all they need to be is serviceable NBA players that play with Luka Doncic in order for them to be good. Because and and that's and that speaks not only to just like how good Luka is, but his play style. Okay, my rebuttal. Do they have enough interior defense to go and deal with the West? Is my question. Okay, so by 
deal with the West, you mean beat the Nuggets. Because no, I mean, I don't mean just beat the Nuggets. Who do you mean? Because the Suns are a perimeter team, obviously. The Warriors are a perimeter team. Okay, those are two. The I mean, I guess you know the Pelicans and the Thunder are sleepers. I those are. That, I mean, those are those are interior teams, right? Those are interior You're, teams. The value you know. of your the value of your Lakers, I feel like, is inflated. Yeah, I think we're more of a paint team, to be honest. That you are more of a paint team. I, I think yes. You think so? Because I think their I think their perimeter defense is Enough. is good. I think their depth is really good. Like, I think that they have three big men, three four big men who are serviceable on defense, and not a lot of teams have that. Right. Okay. I guess so. Obviously, you're going to get cooked. But, you know, every team in the NBA, like, the NBA's best offensive stars cannot be stopped. They're going to cook. And so it's all about, like, I think limiting damage is the name of the game. It is. You are correct. And so, like... Does a team really need to be good defensively? Yes. Or do they, they or or do they or do they need to know how to limit damage? No, you got to be good defensively. If you're not the the thing is the other thing is Luca slows the game down so much. He does. Now I'll give you that, but at the same time, the game is played two ways, and you have to be able to do like for the Mavericks. You just like you're right. The Mavericks need to be great on offense, which they will be because they have the best guard in the game and Luka. You have to be very – you got to be at least good, maybe even okay at defense. Do I think you can deal with that in the West? No. I don't think you have enough to stop what you have to stop. You say in the West like the West is better than the East. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, does, maybe this. Does, maybe this year. Maybe this year. Maybe does, this year. Does the, does the Does the East have Wimby? No. Does the East have a dude named G- Giannis Anteta Katumpo? Does the East have the Slim Reaper? No. <laughs> no, you're oh. glazing. Does the East have the best shooting guard? Does in the, the East ha- does the does the West have the original unicorn? Dang, you got me there. But before Wemby, before before the Slim Reaper, there was what Chris stops. There was and Chris he's stops. not going to be that man anymore. He's buns, bro. He's low-key washed. Bro, Although he think. looked like he finally wanted to play. Okay, we got to switch subjects. I want your opinion on the 76ers. I'm not going to say anything. I want your opinion on the 76ers, and then I want your East playoff picture. Okay, here's my thing about the 76ers, okay? You did not. Um, I want y'all to win so bad. That's such a cap. No, I, I do. I'm serious. <laughs> but at this point, bro, 
you're just going to get beat in the comp, the semis now. Yeah. Because it's you're like, just not, ca- you're not catching up. You don't have, I love Joel. Yes, he's great. Y'all need to, I feel like what happened was, I think you guys had everything going right. And then Harden had to. And then Harden just came over. But even before that, I think we had everything right before Ben Simmons lost his mind. That and then um, I think that Jimmy was good for y'all. Yeah. But Okay, okay. We really picked Tobias Harris over him. But this is my – yeah, yeah. That was the worst decision. But my thing is Harden is just so – is just like – He's Bad. just you just don't know what you're gonna get because like okay so for instance on Twitter today it came out that his mom is ill so maybe that's why he's been missing practice but you have a guy who wants to get out of Philly right but you can't ship him anywhere because nobody wants him and then if you ship him to the Rockets who are y'all getting back that's going to help y'all win a playoff game okay here's what? here's my if no. I'm the Sixers GM, right? Are you shipping? Let I, me ask, are you shipping Harden? Yeah, because honestly, I don't care. Because he doesn't want to play for the Sixers, which means we're not going to succeed with him on the court any any more with him on the court than we would without him. Yeah, right. I, and I, I think to okay, okay, and I think the other primary objective is. Get Tobias Harris out as well. Oh my god, y'all should have got rid of him, bro. What, like, if my thing is, what was the point? Like, get I, you should have paid Jimmy. I'm not trying to make it about that, but that that decision right there was bad, might have cost you a championship, bro. Wemby's debut is tomorrow. Oh my god, we got my parlay already set. For um, him. um, but yeah, I think. We, I think Embiid has plenty of time left in his career that we can afford to rebuild this year. I think Tyrese Maxey is going to be a star, if not a superstar, yes. in the coming years. Mm-hmm. And so you have some pieces, right? Let me let let's pull up the roster. Kelly Oubre is a plug in. He's he's a he's a temporary fix. Unfortunately, as much as I like him. Shout out Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's a, he's a temporary fix. For I think what? Paul. I think Paul Reed is a budding star. Yeah, yeah. Like, but what is I, he? I I, I think Turk. Player. I think Turk Smith is going to be good. But what is Kelly a fix for? He's just a he's just a piece. He's just like somebody we have. Now, would you would you start Kelly and Trey Tobias if you had the chance? Yes, yes, definitely, and let Paul Reed play. Okay, and because what's your... look, because look, we're not. Are are we going to win this year, Aaron? If we if we could throw all our firepower at them, and Harden could want to play, and we're still not going to win. You're not. You're going to lose by twenty. Unless I mean, Embiid could. I I think people are ignoring the fact that we haven't seen Embiid play good in the playoffs. And if he does, there's not a team that the that the Sixers can't beat. 
because he's more unguardable than Jokic. Who Embiid? Yeah. Whether um, or not he's better, whether I, or not he's better, I'm not going to speak on that because you know I'm biased, right? I but, wouldn't say that he's more unguardable. He is though. Okay, but any, but anyway, I think we can afford to rebuild. Try to up like my in a perfect world. Trust the process. We trade James Harden for Cam Whitmore and a first and a, and a first round pick. No. Yeah. No. Would they not do that? No. Yeah. Yeah, no. you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You want to know why? This Cam Whitmore is going to be tough. God, he's so hey, good. Guess what? Uh, Look, to be Okay, real, okay, okay, okay. It's more about the money. You have to – they don't want that contract. Okay. I would even be willing to say, like, a first-round pick and the abuser for James Harden. Well, he's – I mean, he's not there. Oh, that's right. God, I forgot. I oh, the weirdest trade in NBA history. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I put that on this story. Like, what was that? <laughs> they just were like, "Hey guys, you want to do a trade real quick?" They're like, "Yeah, sure." They literally were like, "You guys it was like pay? they were bro, like, it was like it was it, bro, it was like some fantasy football type stuff." Yeah, where they took trade money for fun, bro. Like. <laughs> They're like, hey, do you guys want to have an opportunity to waive him? Yeah, sure, we'll take it. Bye, bye, Kevin. <laughs> um, he did no, it to him, but no, oh, facts. Don't hit that. people, guys. I'm gonna talk to you about that off camera. Mm-hmm. What, Kevin Porter Jr.? Like, you're gonna tell me not to hit people? No, not that. I had a very, I had a very big debate. A very big debate, I will say. And. What I say is, um, so confused. <laughs> it's it's a it's a big debate. It's not about the action. It's about because the action is you can't be excused of it. It's about what is the league going to do. And my my point was this: y'all can leave y'all thoughts. I'm not. We're not going to speak on it. I just want y'all to think about this. Would you look at the league because he's a free agent right now, technically? Would you look at the league differently if they let him be reinstated and he's allowed to play? And a team signs him. Do you wait, look wait, 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 Kevin Porter Jr.? Yes. No, that's messed up, bro. You can't commit crimes. Do you see him reinstated? Because the story goes, uh, the story goes this and that and this. Like, would you look at the league differently? To be fair, though, they let Miles Bridges back, even though he just was just straight punching. Like, yeah, but the 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 thing is, do you look at the league differently if they allow that to happen? And I mean, I, it's just it's it to me to me it's an unfortunate reality of all professional sports leagues. They let these athletes do more or less whatever they want. Yeah, and regardless of the news that it gains. These guys will get away with it. Ezekiel Elliott, Ben Roethlisberger, Chris Olave won't see prison. Oh yeah, I he won't. Uh, Alvin Kamara should have didn't. Should have didn't. Kareem Hunt 
He got suspended, actually. Deshaun Watson committed one of the most heinous crimes mm-hmm. like you can think of. That mm-hmm. like that's despicable what he did. And, and how many games they were, did he get? and they were like, Well, we're just not gonna let you play for a little while. Huh? So my my biggest my and I want to even... know I want to know other people's opinions. Do you look at the league differently if they allow this this kid? Because he is a kid. He's like 26 years old. Do you look at the league differently if he's reinstated and allowed to play? Because I'm going to tell you guys this. Breaking news. You will probably see Kevin Porter Jr. play again in the NBA in either either soon or next year. Yeah. And, like, here's, here's my thoughts, right? Obviously, it's bad. Obviously, I disagree with it. And I think the le- all the leagues should have a process for reinstating. Like, there should be some, like, stuff you have to do in order to be reinstated. Regardless of how BS it may, like, end up being. Like, it still should exist. Mm-hmm. But my other thing is that, like, no. I don't think people look at the league any differently for reinstating people because it's what every professional sports league has done since the dawn of time. Mm. Like, it's just an unfortunate reality, but it's not like it's a change. It's it's how it goes. Mm. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. On a happier note, what is your East Eastern Conference playoff picture? Um, the Bucks, Celtics, and then everybody else. Yeah. Okay, Cleveland. Cleveland is going to be right under. I think they're going to end up in the same position next as they were last year. I think they will play the Knicks again, and I as... think that the Knicks will somehow win again. And I really do like that Knicks squad, but like they just don't have you don't. There's nobody. I mean, Philly's in there too. Um, with or without Harden. So I think Cleveland is the number three seed. Yes. And then yeah. I think Miami is the number four seed. No. Mm. I think Miami is about to fall off again. Okay, where do we put Atlanta? I don't I don't even know, man. I'm I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. I don't see anything great with Atlanta either. Um I think Trey Young, I think this two. I think guards, they're just very forgotten. Like they could be dangerous. They could, but this Judante Murray over there with him is it looks good because Judante Murray can take the number one uh point guard and defend them. But at the same time, they just Trey think, just sucks at defense. Yeah, it's just Trey is terrible. Terrible. You tell me, you tell me. Every number two, like you tell me all the guards in the East and tell me which one Trey is stopping. He he can't he he can't check Brunson. <laughs> he can't check Garland. Bro, bro, he he can't check like a below average NBA guard. He can't. So you can only that's what again, like we were talking about the Mavs. You can play great offense, but you have to play at least okay defense. Yeah. And he doesn't play even okay defense. He's terrible defensively. Here, okay. Here are my two sleepers, right? I've got I'll, – I'll say Philly's probably the four seed. 
Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I, I will. And then maybe like, and then maybe New York. And then maybe the Heat. Okay. There's a lot of like decent teams. The Raptors could make noise. Okay, here are my sleeper teams. The Raptors could make noise, some serious noise. Scotty Barnes, Pascal, Grady Dick. The Magic. The Magic is a good one. I like the Magic. The Magic are young and deep. They could make noise. And the Hornets. Oh, although I think Brandon Miller was the wrong pick. He's still a good player, and they can make noise, right? So I, I think – Okay, I don't see him as being the wrong pick. Who do you, you think they should have gotten? Uh, Scoot. You think so? Yeah. I think so. I, I think they needed a wing. Trade Terry Rozier. Scary Terry? Nah, bro. Yeah. What? We had this conversation. Remember, we had this conversation. I told you who the number, who the pick was, and I told you who it was going to be, and who was it? Brandon Miller. Told you. Hey, hey, just I just cooked him in just, my career. Just because you knew who it was going to be, doesn't mean it was the right call. But yeah, I mean, the East is kind of wide open at the back end. Like, pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, no, but they are. Um. Like, there's there's the top teams, and then there's a lot of, like, I mean, we're forgetting about the Pacers. We're forgetting about the Bulls. We're forgetting about the, the only team who I think really has, like, no chance is, um, is the Wizards. But, like, other than that, like, he like here are teams I think could make noise. You think the okay, Pistons- the Nets? No, the Nets are not going to make noise. Sorry, I forgot about the Nets. The Nets are going to be in the playoffs too. No, bro, come on, bro, stop, stop. No, no, no. Mikael Bridges is really good, but the reason they made the playoffs last year is from Kevin Durant and and them. So yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> so don't say that. So don't say that. Regardless no, good, of Mikael Bridges, we're okay. Of the fifteen teams, the two teams that cannot like won't make noise are the Nets and the Wizards. Other than that, what about the obviously Bucks? obviously Celtics Bucks? Now we're we're kind of running out of time, but the Pistons can make noise. The Pacers can definitely make noise. Pacers the Heat nice. can make noise. The Knicks can make noise. The Sixers can make noise. The Raptors can make noise. The Hornets can make noise. The Bulls most certainly can make noise. And even the Hawks can make noise. Cavaliers can make noise, right? So All good, but guess what? What? Noise gets canceled out. Bucks and Celtics. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think it really matters. Who like does really make we're that just noise. we're just trying to figure out who each one who? of them is just gonna beat up on the way to the yeah. Now who do you have? Okay. Well, I I will tell you who I have. No, we already out. talked about it. It's the Bucks. No. Celtics. Yeah. All right. I we've think got a are. we've got a minute. Tell me who your award predictions are. Um, MVP this year. Unfortunately, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. 
No, I'm gonna go Embiid. I'm gonna, I think Embiid gets it again. Yeah. Rookie of the year, I have Chet been saying that. Um, that's really it for me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. Get I th- yeah, I think I think it'll be Embiid again because the rest of the team is so bad. Rookie of the year, I think Wemby will have the best season, but I think he's going to get hurt and like not meet the number of games. Like not wow. not like badly, but like he's gonna miss time. So yeah, I think Scoot will end up getting the rookie of the year, despite you know not having the best season, quote unquote. Um, sixth sixth man. Mm. Oh, I I I got somebody. Okay, now okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I I, okay. I got. Um, sixth man of the year. Dang. I'm going to say bias, bias reasons. It really just depends on people's lineups. I would have to see more people's lineups. I'm going to sure. say uh, I got a couple of guys I want to throw in there that could possibly get it. I think Grayson Allen has a chance to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I hate the, Grayson Allen, but yeah. You hate Grayson Allen. Um, yeah, I can tell why. Uh, I think you could throw in. Dang. Uh, Kelly Oubre for me is in the conversation because I don't think he'll start. Um, I would have to see what the Thunder come with on their lineup. Pause. Because they're yeah, pause. My bad. It it would have to. I would have to see what they got. Cause. It really depends on where they play Chet. And I think you have to start him. So who goes to the bench? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um uh, I'm gonna go uh, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go Grayson Allen as my as a sleeper pick. Like something somebody's not really thinking of. But mm-hmm. honestly, with you, I pro- probably Bobby Portis is gonna get it again. Well, yeah, I think Bobby Portis can get it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. Um, wait, hold on. Now this is intriguing and fun. I'm gonna say my sixth man of the year is gonna be Asar Thompson. Asar Thompson or Benedict Matherin. Those are my two. Those are my two picks for. I'll say Benedict Matherin and then Asar Thompson just because he's so good and yet he won't start. Um, because Jaden Ivey. I hate that for him. You don't like that? No, I think he should start. I think he translates. Okay. To- yeah, but he okay, but okay, but he's not going to start. He's not going I'm, to, but I feel like he translates. So, to so I think he could be sixth man of the year just because he's amazing, and I think Benedict Matherin could be because he scores so much. And then my defensive player of the year is going to be Amen Thompson because I think he's crazy. I'm going to go with defensive player of the year. I'm going to go safe bet. Safe bet, I'm going to go Giannis. Safe bet. Um Sleeper, but I don't really think it's a sleeper. I'm gonna go Wimby. 
Mm, good call. He stays healthy. I really think that he'll lead the he's gonna lead the league in blocks. Yeah. No. And that's kind of all you need to win defensive player of the year. Well, I mean, you gotta have like rebounds and then you know, all these other things, but I think that he is going to like everybody else is gonna average like 2.1, 3.1. Wimby's gonna be averaging like 4.5 a game. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my sleepers. But a sleeper six man. If he is played enough, hometown, Cam Thomas. Shout him out. Oh, facts. Thank shout, you, out they shout out the Oscar Smith product. Yeah. Um, I think if they play him enough, he could possibly get it. And if yeah. he did get it, I think that puts him on the – he's already on the map as a good scorer in the league, but that would put him right there, and a lot of teams would actually want him, and then Brooklyn would actually have to use him because I don't see him starting. Yeah. So um, that's my sleeper. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that just about wraps it up. It's been a great talk, a great time having you on for a third time. Third Mr. time. Sat, Mr. Sat Boy. Three Feel P. free to – Feel free to make any shout outs you like. Drop your social medias or or anything else. Um, um anybody, anybody else you'd like to shout out? Perhaps I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout out people. I'm gonna shout out my guy, James. Hope you, you know, what you're doing, you got stuff to do. Hey, um, he's a busy man. He's a busy man with, with busy plans. Um Ocean Lakes basketball, I'm gonna shout y'all out, bro. Cause a lot of y'all gonna see this. Look, it's Coach Aaron. This man right here, no. I'm not playing. I don't play no games. So I uh be ready. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all, I mean, Nash is a hometown hero. Everybody knows Nash. So um Am I am I about to hoop this year? Loki. I've been feeling kind of tough. <laughs> hey, if y'all if y'all come to games, man, you'll see Nash. That's what I'll tell you. You'll see Nash. Not next to me. He won't be next to me because Nash doesn't sit next to me. But you'll but see, you'll see, you'll you'll they'll see me on the court. You'll you'll see Nash on the court, especially for warm-ups. But all right, bro. Come on. <laughs> I need I need I need some reassurance. <laughs> I need some wins. <laughs> uh, you'll see Nash. You'll see Nash for sure. Um shout out reasons why though, but uh shout out to uh, Ocean Lake Basketball. We're we're coming different this year. And those that are watching that are not Ocean Lakes, just don't let us win. That's all I have to say. Don't let us win, because when we do win. Hey, 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 Ben Nacy. We, <laughs> we, 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 saw, we saw what you said in the comments oh, yeah. you had in some Y'all playing? And with that, Ocean Lakes destroys Cox twice this season. Pause. No pause. Um <laughs> ah, yeah. and and, and with that and with that we conclude this episode of Tation the Lakes. Peace. I'm gonna see y'all.